0: Happy Mother's Day everybody Today we celebrate all women uh, Because you're special And uh, we want to celebrate you And just say thank you Uh, Some of us, our moms have gone to be with Jesus And that's okay Um, But we can also say thank you So if a mom is sitting around you Just look at them and say thank you You can say it louder so I can hear it, so I'm just just saying, you know, we have the honor today of uh, Denise is going to share the Mother's Day message, so I'm super excited. Um, so you should be. She's uh, put together a cool message. So we're going to start out we worship throughout our whole service, and corporate worship is amazing. But we're going to start out with some music, and um, we've just been listening to uh, a podcast that Vineyard put out with a gentleman. His name is Steve Nicholson, Um, and he talks about expectation during worship. So yeah, it's it's cool. We up here, we're we're guitars and keyboards and drums, and we're playing music. But I just challenge each one of us here: What's the expectation you walked in with? Do you need healing? Do you need encouragement? And I just challenge you to take the time during worship that, yeah, it's sing the song and connect, but the cool thing about vineyard worship is it's an intimacy part. It's not only do we connect this way, horizontally, but we connect with Jesus, right? And there's very few songs we sing about Jesus, but we sing to Jesus. So... We have a freedom in worship, so if you feel like standing, you can stand, or you can sit, or whatever posture you feel comfortable in, and um, yeah, so I'll take the next few minutes and and share worship, say good morning to the people online, good morning Facebook people. Yeah, no, they're right there, see them? They're right there, red dot, that's a red dot, I see them, they're here. So, um, welcome again. throw it back a little bit. This is uh, what we call vintage or oldie but goodie. How many have heard the name Kevin Prosh? If you've heard Kevin Prosh, you are a uh, 80s, 90s kind of your person. So, um, here we go. Show me got to give Rich a second to catch his breath back there
1: The hater, believer, the doubter, the mighty, the broken, the pure and profane, the selfish, the guilty. a song to Separate.
0: more time you may.
1: You may all things work together for my good.
0: Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Amen.
2: Okay. Ooh. Whatever. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Vineyard Community Church. And let's give it up for the worship team this morning. Praise God. It was beautiful. I love that. Vintage, vintage. I like that except for the middle. Praise God. Um How's everybody doing this morning? Yay. Good. 1 2 Oh, y'all going to be hard again today, huh? Anyway, so happy Mother's Day to all the mamas and all the fur baby mamas and the aunts that are like mamas. Anyway, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. We are so grateful for our mamas, right? Are we happy for our mamas or not? Come on. All right. Come on. Anyway. Welcome to the Vineyard Community Church. We're so glad you can join us here at the Vineyard and all of you at home. We live stream our Sunday services on Facebook and you can find us on YouTube. Pastor Denise Dwarning, our Pastor Denise Dwarning, is preaching today. Woohoo! The message is Mother's Day and the scripture is found in Psalm 9, verses 2 through 12. Grab your Bible or cell to look up today's text or follow along in your bulletin or up there. Our next women's brunch, yay, and workshop is this Saturday, May 20th at noon. What time, ladies? Okay, the study is called Discovering Jesus Through the Eyes of Martha and Mary. The study guide is free, but if you have already received one, please bring it. You don't get another. Sign up in the lobby today. Note, each of these studies is independent, so if you haven't been before, that's okay. You don't need to have uh, attended before. Uh, VCC membership class, God calls all of us to the highest levels of commitment and responsibilities. Is he calling you to membership here? Meet with us next Sunday, May 21st, following the service, 1130 to 1 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. We are excited <coughs> excuse me, to announce Tammy Craft is coming back to the Vineyard Friday, May 26th at 6 p.m. to talk to our parents and kids about Internet safety. All kids five, fifth grade and up are encouraged to attend. There will be a breakout session for kids, and a little time for adults to ask any questions that might arise. Sign up at the info center in the lobby. For more info, reach out to Janice Sherman. She in here? Jan- okay. Raise. Uh- so she raised her hand. Okay. So reach. <laughs> Reach out to Janice Sherman, 216-978-9310, oh, and light food will be provided. Sunday, May 28th, following the outdoor service, oh, we're going outdoors, yay, following the outdoor service, we are having a church picnic, say that again, yes, church picnic at Daniels Park in Willoughby, not this park over here. Way down yonder, in Daniel's Park. Who knows where Daniel's Park is at? Okay, all right. Daniel's Park in Willoughby. Bring a dish to share, any meats you like to uh, grill, and your beverage. We will provide fired-up grills, paper plates, nap napkins, and utensils. See Richwood or Anna Marie Fisher for details. Is Richwood in here? in Anna Marie? Okay, all right. Rich back there. Okay. Don't forget today's offering. We have a small table set up at the back of the sanctuary for your offering. Or donate on our church website or Facebook. At this time, our children will pass out the gifts they made for all women in the church. This will be followed by a special Mother's Day video. Okay, babies, do your thing. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone have a blessed week.
3: We want to acknowledge all the women you are blessed to know. We rejoice over you for your strength, your wisdom, your strong love, and your beautiful faith. Whether today is a celebration for you or a day of quiet reflection and healing, we're thinking of all of you. If you gave birth this year to your first child, our joy overflows and we celebrate with you. If you adopted a child this year or became a foster parent, we rejoice with you, and we want to honor you in your commitment to changing the lives of children. If you continue to struggle with infertility, we are hoping with you and holding your hand in prayer. If you are exhausted and feeling underappreciated for all you do for a house full of kids, we applaud you. We love you and we appreciate you more than you can ever imagine. And if you lost a child this year to death or miscarriage, we weep and mourn with you. And if your child is lost to addiction or to the world, we hurt with you and we join you in putting our hope in the one who brings prodigals home. If you live with painful memories of your mom, we pray that you will find in a spiritual mother all that you never had from a birth mom. And if you're one of those amazing spiritual moms, we thank you for stepping up and being there when others couldn't. If you're experiencing an empty nest for the first time this year, we walk with you in this new season and are excited about the next chapter God has planned for you. If you're single, we celebrate your strength beauty, and individuality, and join with you in praying for the desires of your heart. If you're a single mom and wonder if you have the physical energy and financial resources to raise and provide for your child or children, we want to help you, and we will. And if you're pregnant for the first time, we prayerfully anticipate with you the joyful birth of a healthy child and to all the special women on this Mother's Day. Rest and delight in knowing that we are thankful for you and we celebrate each and every one of you.
4: Am I there yet? Yeah? Ah, there I am. Good morning. For any of those who know me, I'm ready. Uh, for any of those who don't know me, I can't speak without crying. So that's what that's all about. Especially when it's stuff that I'm really passionate about. Let's pray. Father God, I just, I thank you so much for just the awesome privilege to stand here today and just bring forth the words that I feel that you've put in my heart this week, Lord. Father, I thank you that you took this big message and you brought it down and you brought it down and you brought it down and taught me so much in the process, Lord. I pray, Father God, that you will just open the ears to hear what it is that you want them to hear from this, Lord. Let them glean what it is that you have for each individual person here today, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, that you count us worthy to be part of this amazing, amazing family, Lord. Father, just come and let your spirit rest so heavy in this place that we know that we know that you're right here with us, Lord. Just thank you, Father. In your precious name, amen. Okay, see, I can't even do that. Okay, for anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Denise Dwarning and I am one of the pastors here. I'm the children's pastor and outreach pastor, and I do a bunch of administrative stuff. And um, I don't get to do this very often, not quite as often as I would like, um, but it is what it is. There's a lot to be done, so there are people that need to do what needs to be done, right? <clears throat> so on this Mother's Day... Um, On this Mother's Day I, I always I always talk about my mom who's not here. And it's not easy, but it's it's important for me. And this, this year when I was praying, um, thank God, thank the Lord that I didn't have to preach on something in spiritual warfare. Thank the Lord that when they put this schedule together, Scott and, and Jackie and Brad said, you know what, we're going to open up Mother's Day and let Denise do what she wants to do. <laughs> However, the, it, does, it does tie in in a way, but I, I, just, I thank him for that, and I thank him that he brought me to, to Psalm 91, um, and I just hope that, that you receive what it is that he has for you today. That's a psalm about protection. And the best example of protection that has always been um, something that, that I've le- gleaned on in my life is my experience with my mom. And I sure, like I said, I wish she was here today, but she's not. But I know that she lives on in me. In the things that she taught me, in the examples that she shown me why she is here. And let me tell you, when my mama bear came out, that's where I learned it from because i knew i was safe i knew that i was loved and that i was always someone in my court there was always someone that had my back she didn't ever promise me that i wouldn't have hard times she didn't ever promise me that i wouldn't get hurt and she never promised me that life was going to be easy she said life's going to have consequences There's things that are going to happen, but you're going to learn and you're going to grow in those times. But I always knew that she was there, and I always knew that she was praying for me, and I always knew that I was under her protection. And you know, speaking of life experiences, you know, cancer, (laughs) that's something we had in common. Cancer's bad, okay? Can I just say that? Cancer's bad, right? Right? But just because something bad happens doesn't mean that we are bad, that we've done something bad, right? I watched my mom, like, get through this journey with cancer that was here and went away and and another form came back and, and eventually took her life. But I watched her strength through the entire thing. I watched how she persevered. I watched how she never questioned God in any of that. And I I don't know for sure my mom's whole journey with Jesus, but I know that I know that when my mom died, I know that she is there. She is in heaven with Jesus right now. I know that he was walking with her and holding her hand and encouraging her through every bit of struggle that she went through. I know that he was walking with her and holding her hand through every bit of good that she had in her life and everything in between. I never once in my journey felt as though I did something wrong or I didn't have enough faith or anything like that. I never felt that in my cancer journey. I never felt like that. And why did I never feel like that? Is because I knew that I knew that I knew that God was not punishing me. That God was not making me have to endure chemotherapy and have to endure the pain and have to endure my, the fact that my kidney failed. I didn't have to endure any of that because of anything I did or the fact that I didn't have enough faith. He used it and He built me up and He walked with me. Through the entire process, I grew closer to him in that process. How much better could that be? He encouraged me. He gave me nudges along the way. He held me and carried me through it. It stinks. It's a bad thing. But bad things happen sometimes. And it's okay because you still have a god that is wants to be your protector that wants to be your provider that wants to be the one that you go to in times of trouble right life can be great life can get hard we can struggle with our thoughts my goodness what our thoughts do to us how our thoughts take us out we can be showered with blessings and prosperity And in all of it, all of it, God is a good God and God is in control. And he is the only place that you can find your true strength and rest in times of trouble. He is the best place to take refuge when you feel weak. And I I know that not everybody sees God the same way. I know that I've talked to people and they're like, "Eh, well, but if he was God that you say he is, then this, or whatever. I I know I read this last year, but I felt like God told me I need to read something to you um, to remind you of the God I'm talking about in all of this. He is the Elohim creator, the omnipotent who rules. He's the sovereign king of glory and earth is his footstool. He is the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. He sets forth lightning that later checks back with him. He speaks worlds into existence and spins them out in space. He gives orders to the morning and shows the dawn its place. He prophesies the future, then orders it fulfilled. He bears fruit from a landscape that no man has ever tilled. He feeds the beasts of the field from the palm of his hands and he watches while they bear their young and teaches them to stand. He gives the seas their boundaries and hides his creatures deep. He teaches eagles how to fly and nest upon the steep. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on wings of wind. He champions the victim then brings proud men to an end. He is Emmanuel God with us come through or come through sorry come to earth through Christ He's the kinsman redeemer who paid the slave man's price He's the king of kings the lord of lords and worthy is the lamb He holds the keys to eternal life where the dead in Christ now stand He is enthroned between the cherubim and great is his reward the devil his defeated foe the weapon his swift sword this story has a moral so i'll lace, i'll haste unless you tire whoever you perceive god is you better aim a little higher that's the god i'm talking about that's the god that's speaking to my heart that's the god that wants to be your god that's the god that wants you to trust him that's the god that wants to be there for you in the good the bad the middle and everything in between That's the God that promises us that he will never leave us. But we've got to play a part in all that, right? Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snares and from the pestilence, the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousands may fall at your side, ten thousands at your right, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, The Lord is my refuge and make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways, then lift you up in their hands so that you do not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra and you'll trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in time of trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's the God that I serve that promises me and promises you all those things. He's got us, he's around us, he's with with us through everything, he carries us, he walks with us, he does whatever he needs to do to protect us. Don't you want to walk under the protection of God's wings? Don't you want to feel confident in knowing that no matter what the situation is in your life, that you've got him protecting you every step of the way? I know I do. Psalm 91 is a call to confidence in God at a time when many people seem to live in, for the moment. Like how many people just live in the moment? Well, we'll do it for now, but we don't know what's going to happen next, right? Right? that's just like the that's today that's what people live in but psalm 91 is a call to confidence in a god who if you make him your resting place will never leave you god's calling you to make him your resting place how do you do that how do you dwell in the shelter of the almighty how do you walk in that only jesus can truly give you peace in the midst of our trials But in order to dwell in God's shelter, you must choose it. You must make a choice to live under his covering. You must make a choice to believe his promises. You must be in relationship with Jesus. And I encourage you right now, if you have not yet, take today to choose him to make him your Lord and Savior and totally surrender yourself to him. In verse 4 it says he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you'll find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. So I'm a visual person. I like to see things in pictures, right? So I'm reading this and what I'm seeing is a mother bird with her wings out. Oh, I wore this on purpose. So a mother bird with her wings out. And under her wings, she's protecting her babies, right? That's just instinctively what she does. How cool that God shows us that through birds, through, through, through other mothers on this earth. I mean, I think that's really cool that this is Mother's Day, and God made this so strong in me. We are, we are geared to, we are prone to protecting. Right, Tracy? You got six babies, Tell me your wings don't go pretty far so that you can hold them all in and protect them. That's what my mom did for me. And that's what my God does for me. It was so, it's so powerful for me to visualize being under my mom's wings, being under her protection. But it's so much more powerful to visualize the big arms of God and the, the, the fact that He can put His arms over all of us at the same time and protect us and shelter us. If, if, if a mother bird is protecting her, her babies when rain comes, what happens? They don't get wet. She does. If, if storms come and, and all this horrible weather comes, they don't get hurt. She does. If a, a, a if <sighs> Sorry. If a predator comes, it's instinctive to protect your babies. When a predator comes near you, God will protect you. That's who He is. That's who He is. <sighs> My life would be so different today if I had chosen to walk without him. I believe that 100%. I have had so many situations in my life, in my 56 years of life, that when I look back, I'm like, whoa. I didn't even know he was around then. I didn't even realize how much God loved me then. And still, he protected me. Did I have hard things happen? Absolutely. But Oh, I just heard something. Hopefully that was just this. (laughs) Um, I had hard things happen, but I'm standing here right before you today for only by the grace of God, because he protected me through those things. He brought me away from the snares of the enemy, away from all the stuff that I could have fallen into. And he brought me back and said, okay, I got you. Remember, I'm here. Let's go this way. Let's do it this way. You know, a lot of times we make decisions, right? Or we have these big decisions we have to make and we try really hard to make the right choice. And sometimes we don't make the right choice. But God says, it's okay. I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to dust you off and I'm going to put you on the right path, right? And those things are hard. Things that we want so much to happen. Things that we want so much that we think, is what, what is, is the path that we should be going on, might not be right. And if you're resting underneath the wings of God, if you're resting and dwelling in that space under the Almighty, he will steer you in the right way. He will, he will help you. He will protect you. I, I'm reminded of Joseph. I mean, oh, my gosh. All the stuff that happened to Joseph, right? He was, he was wrongly convicted. He was, all these horrible things happened to him along the way. He made some bad choices and then things just piled up. And then people did things to hurt him. But what happened in the end? In the end, he was able to be raised up and be prime minister and save so many people from, from famine and save his family and teach them how to repent. He had to go through stuff in order to get there, though. That was God's plan. And, you know, they were singing this song today about, you know, God takes all things, he works all things together for our good. He does. He, he doesn't say all things are good. He said, I'm going to work all things together for good. So he can, he's going to take the hard stuff, and he's going to take the easy stuff, and he's going to bring things together, and he's going to allow you to be put in situations that you've got to learn from, you've got to grow from. If we don't, if, if we don't walk through life and have things happen to us, then how do we, how do we trust him? Why do we need him? Why do we need a God to protect us if we think we could just go through life without no consequences? Why? We don't. He's, he allows you to go into situations. So you need him. So you remember who he is. So you will press in and dwell in that amazing space of peace and comfort under His wings. I believe that He freely gives us the gift of protection. In return, He wants you to make He wants us to make Him a priority in our lives. He doesn't want anything to be more important than our relationship to Him. That doesn't mean you you. That doesn't mean you have to love your husband less or your children less or these amazing blessings he gave you. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means you need to love him more. Always keep him at the top. Make sure that he is is the most important thing in your life. That's all he calls us to, and it's, it's hard sometimes. I agree. But it's that simple. He offers it to you freely to stand under the shelter of his wings, to be under this amazing protector. We live in a fallen, broken world. And sometimes I don't even want to think about how broken our world is. And every day it seems like it gets more broken and more broken. But you know the good part that comes to me every time I get in this place of being sad? I remember there's always hope. There's always hope for a better future. There's always hope that things are going to turn around. And I believe that because I believe that God tells me that. I believe that the God that I serve says there's always hope for a future. Trust in me. Believe in me. Stand under my promises. Because alone you're not going to get through this. But with me at the helm, you're going to do it. The enemy will try to play with our minds so much and convince us that God doesn't care about us, especially in these times, that we're not good enough to receive his blessing, that we're not good enough to be on the receiving end of anything good. But I'm here to tell you, that is a lie. That is a lie. The biggest lie, because you are, not by what you've done or what you may do or what you have done, you are worthy of everything that God has to give you because he says so. Because he says so, not because of you. I pray that you don't give the power of your, you don't give power to your thoughts. I see so many times thoughts taking people out. I see just stuff you know, Pastor Brent talks about how he goes into this place of, well, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I can't do this. You know, even Pastor Brent has times when that happens. You know, I, I, I do it all the time. I have people that talk me off the ledge all the time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am a horrible, miserable person. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not qualified. I can't do this. And it takes other people in my life, my people that I have relationship with, to step in and speak truth to me, to step in and speak truth to our pastor, to say, that's a bunch of crap. That's the lies of the enemy, and we're not going to receive that right now. We need to love each other and be there for each other and do the things that God calls us to. My dear friend has just started to step out and actually say things that God has spoken to her. And it's scary. It's scary when you first start doing it. But let me tell you, the beauty that comes out of that is, is amazing. It's amazing when we speak life and truth to our, to our fellow Christians, to our fellow friends. God says, call on me and I will answer. I will be with you in times of trouble and I will deliver you. Jesus Christ on the cross took what I deserved, what you deserved, so that we could know that we know that he is not going to punish us for our sins, so that we are being kept safe under his wings. No matter what happens, guys, you can trust him period many years ago i heard something someone posed a question and it it kind of like struck me for a second but this person said to jim and i said so there's only two kinds of people in this world there's those who know jesus and those are about to which one are you and i've strived for years to be that person to be able to be bold enough to have that attitude And say that to people. Obviously, you either know Jesus or you don't. There's no in between, right? Can I get an amen to that? Okay, I want to make sure you're still all awake. There's no in between. You either know him or you don't. So which one are you today? Do you know Jesus like know him? And do you believe in the promises of God? Or do you not? Are you questioning Are you in a place where you feel burned out trying to do life on your own? Does everything just feel heavy and hard and like you're trudging through mud? Are you in a place where you know Jesus, but you continually listen to those lies that creep up and try and take you out and make you believe that you're not good enough? You're not prepared enough. You're not qualified enough. Are you ready to walk in the promises of God, especially the Psalm 91 promise of his protection? Are you ready to surrender or maybe surrender again? We definitely want to pray with you today. If you fit under any of those categories or even anything else. We don't want you to leave here today without being able to walk in the confidence of knowing that the God that I serve, the God that I believe we serve here at the Vineyard Community Church in Wycliffe is a God so much bigger than anything you could ever imagine, is a God so much more powerful than any God you can ever imagine, so equipped, so, so, so able to do all things. Who wants to serve a God like that? I know that's my heart, to serve a God like that. And I know that sometimes things can creep up and sometimes things can make you not believe that you are protected But again, you have to do something. You have to make a choice to live under his protection. You have to make a choice to not just go, I got this, I can do this on my own. You need to make a choice, period. No question. You have a part in all of this. And, you know, a friend of mine, I I just feel like I need to share this. I wasn't going to, but I have a friend who is um, speaking today, too, on Mother's Day, and she came across this thing about an oyster. Who knows the story of an oyster and how pearls are developed? So did you know that an oyster has not been wounded? If an oyster has not been wounded, it doesn't produce any pearls? Pearls are a healed wound. Gee, that kind of sounds like something I've heard before, something about... You know, taking bad stuff and turning it into good or, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm wrong, but okay, we'll go ahead. Pearls are a product of pain, the result of a foreign or unwanted substance entering the oyster, such as a parasite or a grain of sand. The inside of an oyster shell has a shiny substance called nacre. When a grain of sand enters, the nacre cells go to work and cover the grain of sand with layers upon layers to protect the defenseless body. As a result, a beautiful pearl is formed. Wow. God never allows pain without a purpose. I believe that beyond a shadow of a doubt. I believe that like you would not believe. With things that we have gone through, uh, kidney failure, cancer, family dying, losing a home. I mean, the stuff is endless. But there's always been a purpose. And I couldn't see it when I was in it. But in hindsight, I could see it all now. It makes sense. Do you have enough faith to believe that God knows what he's doing here? If your greatest ministry to others, what if your greatest ministry to others comes out of your greatest hurt? The hard things we may be going through now are really nothing in comparison to the glory that will be revealed to us later. People, friends, family, our God is so amazing our god is so powerful and our god has so many things he has promised us but we have to understand the promise and the way to understand the promise is to get to know who he is the way to be able to receive something jim said something the other day and i can't remember what it was but it was something like you can't take it till you know who made it you know you can't take the promise until you understand who made the promise right do you understand who he is? Do you need to reaffirm your faith? Do you need to, to just say, God, I gosh, I just, I've, I've really fallen away, or I put you on a shelf? Whatever it is, no shame. No shame. Whatever your struggles are, no shame. He's always there, always, always, always wanting to pick you up, dust you off, and put you back on course. Let's let him do that tonight, today. Father God, I just I thank you so much, Lord, that you love us that much. That you love us so much that you're willing to let us to to go through things, knowing full well that you're right there with us. I pray, Father, that as we we try to focus our, our minds on resting underneath your wings, resting in the in the place of refuge under the Almighty. I pray, Father God, that no matter what's going on in our worlds, no matter what decisions we have to make, no matter what is, is coming through right now, Lord God, no matter what circumstances that we're in right now, Lord, that we can see you clearly. I pray, Father God, for a clear path to you, that we can, you can help us to remove anything that is not supposed to be there that we can remove any thoughts or any plans or anything that is not your plan lord you said you will take all things and work them together for our good and we thank you that you are that god we thank you that we can rest in that lord jesus protect us i just pray father god for each and every person here each and every person online those that are going to watch later I just pray, Father God, that you will help them to remember the covering that they have in you, the covering that you freely offer them, the promises that you freely offer them. Lord Jesus, just come. Minister to our hearts and our minds, Lord God. And I just pray that when the, the stuff gets stirred up and when we feel that these, these thoughts are coming up, that you give us the strength and the energy to pound that enemy back into the fiery pits of hell and just squish him out. And just remember that you are bigger than that. You are bigger than all things. You're bigger than our thoughts. You're bigger than, than all the schemes of the enemy. Lord, I thank you that you love us that much, that you, your son, you gave your son to climb up on that cross for me, to climb up on that cross for everyone here so that we know that we know that you love us more than anything. I pray, Father God, that you help us put our hearts in the right place to love you more than anything, not a car, not money, not a job, not anything. Love anything more than you, Lord. Come, Father God, bless your people. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We are here to pray for you. You can get prayer from someone else sitting next to you if you feel more comfortable. But I just want to encourage you, if you don't know who God is, you need to know who God is. Love you guys. Bless you.